gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a soggy dog. Hey, welcome to the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. Great to have you here with us today as we are on our Facebook page doing our live question and answer. We're also recording this for the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast that you can find on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and many more platforms with some new, bigger platforms, not as big maybe as the ones we're on now, but some bigger platforms coming up soon. We've submitted the podcast to a bunch of different places because we've had some great uh, feedback from people and figured, what the heck, we might as well see how big we can grow this. It's fun because we are not really monetizing the podcast. Uh, The sponsors that we list are still sponsors of our television program that we're airing uh, past seasons on, uh, but we throw them in as sponsors. So we're really not beholden to anyone except for ourselves and our fans, which is awesome because that means that I don't have to try to raise money. I don't have stress of having to uh, deliver any uh, advertisement for people. It's just me and my co-host that is on the podcast. My co-host being Memphis, who uh, is now uh, licking my face and here on Facebook Live. Memphis loves being on Facebook Live. Um, She normally gives you the back of her head and just licks my face. And uh, she does put her paws around around my neck. And try to tries to uh, get as much attention as she can. Now, what I will tell you is that my dogs, when I'm doing uh, regular work, are not at all involved or active. Uh, once I start talking on the phone or I'm doing a Facebook Live or a podcast, they are all over me. I don't know what it is. My kids were always the same way when they were small. So, again, we are here to talk dogs. Please let me know what questions you have. And we will try to answer them to the best of our knowledge. Uh, It can be about puppies. It can be about dogs. It can be about training. Or it can be about hunting. It is hunting season. I'm going to get rid of my co-host there. Uh, It's hunting season. Uh, Our waterfall season is well underway here in Wisconsin. We're actually in our split right now. Having a good solid season. Uh, We took last weekend off for youth youth deer hunting. We watched a lot of birds. And it was kind of fun. Kids, when you're getting them started in hunting, if you aren't uh, into waterfall, waterfall is a great way to get kids hunting because it is nonstop action. When you are getting kids involved in deer hunting, it's a struggle because deer hunting is a lot of times hours of waiting for that 15 seconds where your heart just jumps out of your chest. So on my son's hunt, we're out there youth hunting for deer and we're watching ducks land in a private pond that's on our property. My son finally looks at me and says, Dad, 
I think we need to duck hunt tomorrow morning. He's like, you know, I just like duck hunting way more than deer hunting. Now, okay, cool. It's, it's his last youth season. He's not going to have another youth season after this. So it's entirely up to him. And so I'm like, okay, tomorrow we'll duck hunt. We we're talking about where to duck hunt. Then I saw a deer and I'm like, hey, there's a deer. It was a doe. Uh, we decided we were only going to shoot a really nice buck uh, because we, we only try to shoot what we're going to eat. And last year we were right at our max. We shot uh, a doe and two bucks. And uh, three deer is, is what our family goes through in a year. I guess that will change as my kids get older. Um, I will have less use here, and they'll have more use more than likely at their own home. So we'll probably end up taking one more deer or so. But we <clears throat> were talking about where to duck hunt, and then even after we saw that deer. And I looked down, and quite a ways from us, I'm like, Cal, move, move to the side a little bit. We were in a uh, tower stand. I look and I'm like, there's a doe. I'm like, get your gun ready. You know, get open up the, get your gun so it's out the window. And then I looked, I said, well, one's a buck. Oh, wow. I, that's a really nice one, Cal. I think you should shoot at it. So long story short, it was, I, I would guess probably three and a half year old buck, which by us is, is a nice solid deer. Um, it was a buck that uh, if he shot it, I would have put it on the wall. And he takes a shot. It was 170 yards. So it was a long shot for a kid. He's got a 7mm08. Uh, ultimately, he missed. After we get done looking, we searched and searched and searched to make sure that he that he hadn't hit the deer. He looks at me and says, we're deer hunting tomorrow. <laughs> so that 15 seconds of excitement where his heart jumped out of his chest won, and uh, we we uh, we did not duck hunt the next morning. Now, we're going back up this weekend. We're going to duck hunt two mornings. We've got some uh, pretty good spots. It's our second opener in Wisconsin, so we call it Duck, duck Camp 3.0. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a fun uh, duck hunt. They are going to try to uh, crossbow hunt or archery hunt in the afternoons. So I hope that gives everyone a good idea on youth hunting and ideas for your own kids. Hello, Mr. Hall up in Rhinelander. Hello, Mr. White. Hello, Ashley. All is going well. If you guys can, please check in. Let us know where you're from and let us know what we can help you with. Uh, it was interesting. I just uh, had a conversation with a gentleman about his uh, female that was pregnant, and he was worried because she is somewhat overdue, and he is in Pakistan. So always flattering and, and downright cool the reach that you can have when you have good content. Uh, on our uh, podcast, I know we're up to, I believe, around 30 countries uh, we just had uh, new listeners check in from Saudi Arabia and I think Bangladesh. It, it just you get these and you wonder how do people find this stuff. But again, we're on some big platforms. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Um, I've submitted the podcast to Pandora and to iHeartRadio. So hopefully we will get that on there. Amazon actually approached us about having our podcast on Amazon. Do not know if it's on there yet, but. Uh, I think the podcast is really going to take off, and much like with the TV show, I think that we will be in a position that we can spread our love for dogs and help people and uh, hopefully get more people involved in the dog world so that uh, we can grow the sport that is greatly contrasting in many ways. This portion of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Boucher Automotive in Janesville, Wisconsin. I've got a lot of friends now that have kids, and it is honestly very sad how many kids are making the decision that they don't want to hunt. Uh, 
you never want to push your kid into it. Uh, I always have told my kids, whatever they want to do, that is fine. But it is sad that kids are not getting involved in the outdoors. I don't know what the answer is. I think we all bear a responsibility for that. Uh, with my own kids now, when we are hunting, I've actually told them they need to start putting their phones away and not using them at all. Uh, because otherwise, all they're doing is sitting looking at a phone screen instead of uh, actually watching for deer or ducks. So lead by example. I'm probably the worst at it uh, where I am constantly working. So it is probably a, a huge lead by example thing that I need to do um, so that my kids are, uh, are learning from me and making good choices as well. Trying to clean my oh, my screen. I had something on my computer screen. I couldn't tell if it was on the camera for the computer or on the screen, but it was on the screen. So again, please let us know what questions you have. We're going to start answering questions. Dog Talk Lives run anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. Justin White, I've got a six-month-old chocolate lab. Is he too young to go on the boat to retrieve? What is your recommendation? Justin, it is not about a dog's age. It is about the dog's training. At six months old, I would guess your dog is completely untrained. And I will tell you that if you are taking your dog out and your dog has not been through training, you're going to cause a lot of issues uh, with your dog in the future and could cause issues as, as uh, important as having your dog being gun shy. So you want to make sure you're putting your dogs through gun dog training. That is a three-month course that I do as a professional. So keep that in mind. I don't hunt my own dogs until they are at least nine months old because then they've been through the three months of training. Your training is going to be when you're working on mouth control, which is trained retriever force fetch, where you're working on hunting obedience, which includes vocality or being vocal, and you're working on your e-collar conditioning and your e-collar reinforcement of those commands. So you want to make sure that you're through that. That takes about six weeks to get them all the way through those three, and then start applying that when you're in the field. Problems you can have if you hunt a dog too early before they have been trained. You'll have dogs that are vocal. You'll have dogs that break. You'll have dogs that do not finish retrieves. And you can end up with dogs that are completely gun shy. These are huge things that you would likely need someone to help you with professionally if it festered and became worse. And in the end, if you had a dog that was gun shy, only about 25% of dogs, in my opinion, are recoverable once they are uh, gun shy. Um, I've had a pretty good success rate, higher than 25%, but I also do screen those dogs before I take people's money to see what level of noise sensitivity they have. So I get it. Everyone is excited to take this shiny new thing called their hunting buddy out with them. But make sure that your hunting buddy has gone through training, much like where you have uh, kids that are training and taking them and putting them through hunter safety and teaching them to shoot, and teaching them proper stuff. We don't just take a new person out and give them a gun and say, go hunt. So look at it that way, that you need to invest in your dog so that you have a wonderful 15 years with the dog and hopefully 12 years hunting with the dog. I was giving a little bit of retirement and that you're going to enjoy them in the field and not cause issues for the future. Joel does not have a dog but wants one. Well, Joel, find yourself a good breeder that is putting out quality uh, pups. Look at the pedigrees. Make sure the pedigrees have lots of titles in the pedigree. And also uh, make sure that they have a good reputation. Uh, when you're buying a puppy, 
if you're getting one that's got a health guarantee and all of the health clearances in Wisconsin, you're probably looking at $1,000 to $2,000. Um, prices will vary. If you're on the coast, they will probably be higher. If you are uh, in other areas of the country, it might be somewhat lower. But you are going to want to find someone that runs a business and not just a kennel, if you can understand what that means. Rich, I had Memphis on there. Uh, where are you at, man? Were you on? Did did you see Memphis? Do you need me to bring her back up so you can you can see your girlfriend? Uh, Memphis had her litter of pups. She is back in the house. She's actually underneath me right now, getting a butt scratch. She likes to uh, put her whole body under my legs. Luckily, she's short so that she fits, and then she just waits for me to uh, give her a good old butt scratch. So that is what she is getting right now. Memphis, the butt scratch demanding dog. Uh, again, let me know what question do you have. That is a great question from Justin. I would love to answer some more for you guys today. Uh, we do these. I'm trying to do dog talk lives hopefully once to twice a week. I'm trying to put out at least two to three uh, podcasts. The podcast, one of those podcasts will always be our Dog Talk Lives. We're on that right now. If you are listening to this podcast or listening to uh, this Dog Talk Live or watching the Dog Talk Live after this has been a live event, please feel free to email me a question, sportingdogtv at gmail.com, or you can come on to our Sporting Dog Adventures Facebook page and you can put a question into the comments and we will answer it then. Memphis, Rich wants to see you. Come here. Come on, you gotta you 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 have a request. All right, here we go, Rich. Oh, she is quite rambunctious. <laughs> Memphis is here. Memphis, hey, say hi, say hi, say hi. There you go. Memphis is the co-host of Dog Talk Live on Facebook. I will tell you guys that uh, when I do just a strictly a uh, podcast. I actually put the dogs away and lock them up because otherwise they are wrestling and going nuts in the background. I figured everyone that's on the Q&A, uh, question and answer, is always going to understand that I do have the dogs out. But they do, they do get quite noisy and rambunctious in the background. They're right now wrestling and biting each other in the, in, on the uh, dog beds. Here, see if we can... Oh, there you go. You guys can see Memphis and Scarlet. Uh, getting after it. This is what they do. I'd say about five times a day uh, they go for the Let's Bite game and wrestle. Jeff Hall, Maggie, that he got from me in 2009, is 11. Expect her to hunt South Dakota this year. Plan to retire. She hunts well in recent vet checks. She's in excellent health. Do you think she can hunt until 12? Uh, Jeff, I guess I would think that upland would be less taxing uh, than waterfall. Uh, when I have my dogs and I am looking at uh, hunting them, my waterfall properties are heavy mud, especially my southern property. Um, it is the kind of mud that when you walk out in it, you basically want to die. It is, it is just awful. So I will not hunt a dog that is over 10 there. Um, I would think that if you have a dog that's 12 and you're doing upland, if you if they're in good shape, take them out. I would just limit the time that they're out. 30 to 60 minutes max. Uh, you could do twice a day at those levels. I know the dog will want to hunt harder when they're older, but you will get to the point where the dog is just crushed. Once you, uh, once you uh, get them back out the next day, they will just be so sore they can't hunt. Uh, the other thing you can do for older dogs... And for older people, walk yourself. 
walk the dog. Get them out, get them exercise, get them in a preconditioned state so that they are able to hunt. Uh, when you have younger dogs, it seems like we can just uh, take them out and run them and they do fine. As dogs get older, they need to be conditioned much like people. Um, it's funny because uh, I've lost, oh gosh, I think 20 pounds this year. Uh, I, I hit the pandemic time and I'm like, you know, I'm going to use this to get myself in shape. My life didn't change. I, we still had dogs in for training and everything I do is, is uh, socially distancing from a people or avoiding people. Uh, probably more realistic. But now that I am in the off season where I'm not training dogs, I've gone from what would be probably an average of 12,000 to 15,000 steps a day to about five. So I am hitting the treadmill and taking dogs for walks so that I can keep myself uh, in shape and not let myself get to the point where I have to lose a bunch of weight next year. So this part of the podcast is brought to you proudly by Mech Outdoors. Again, take your dogs out, even if it's just walking on a leash for three miles, that is going to help you so that they're ready and that they're uh, in shape for season. And then watch the dog. Uh, you can see where they're at uh, when season gets here. Do I hunt my dogs after after they're uh, about 10 years old? I usually don't. Usually their 10-year-old uh, season is their last because I always have younger dogs. And I always worry that, you know, here my, my buddies are going to blow an ACL or blow something. So why take the risk? But that's easy to say when you have... Uh, young dogs in the wings. I've got right now my two-year-old Tank, who Tank is running the Grand today. It's the Upland portion, so if he passes today, he will have a Grand Pass. I've got Ace, that is four. Ace actually just, uh, uh, he got to the third series. He has one Grand Pass. He is out of the Grand. He flunked, so he is a flunker this year. But I will have two dogs with Grand Passes that are two and four years old. So they're just hitting their prime. Hell, you could say that they're still learning as far as hunting. I take these dogs out. They're two and four. They're very accomplished in competition. And the things I see them do in the field hunting-wise just shows that it's not about the level of competition. It's about their experience as well. They'll run great lines, but their marking on hunts and their handling on hunts are that of a young dog because it is not about their age but yet their experience so a young dog and hunting experience all right we are blabbering away we're going to do a last call for questions if you guys have any questions please let me know uh rich memphis thanks you for the compliments she thinks she's doing really well too she's at a fit and trim 50 pounds we are going to uh take her up this weekend Take her on a little hunt, let her get out and field a little bit, and uh, let her have some fun. So, yeah, it's uh, always always interesting with dogs when you breed them. They will pop back really fast. It is constantly monitoring them to make sure they're at a good weight. I wean them at five weeks when the pups are five weeks old because otherwise they really suck the life out of mom. And at that point, they're eating food so that uh, they, can, uh, they, they do not need to have uh, the nutrients from mom. So it is something that you want to make sure you are, uh, you are doing. Uh, Jeff, we do 20 miles a day. I wish I'd lose 20 pounds for my waterfall hunting. I had two dogs that retired at nine and 10 passed away about two years later. Thank you for the advice. You're welcome. Mr. Mr. Hall, uh, Sean, after taking a year off from hunting, what's the best way to make sure the dogs are interested in birds again? Sean, the dog should be interested. Um, I, if you need uh, birds, you can always stop up. Um, I was going to send you an email. 
see when Lady is uh, due to come into season anyway. So if you want, shoot me an email on the other side. I always have frozen birds here. Uh, you can take the birds out. You can uh, play with them with frozen birds. But it, it isn't a, if you've had a dog that didn't get to hunt for a year because uh, life just got in the way, it is not where the dog is uh, going to forget it. It's not like a bicycle. Once they know how to ride a bicycle, they're going to be able to ride a bicycle. Once they know how to hunt, they're going to hunt. If you've had time off between hunts on a dog, it's just going to come down to obedience and getting the dog back in line. If I had dogs I was going to upland hunt, I would take them on walks and make sure that they're in range, let them uh, do their quartering and running around. Um, if I had dogs that were going to waterfowl hunt, I would do retrieves in a pond, make sure they're sitting at heel, making sure, making sure that their obedience is up to speed. If you haven't worked with them with a collar, Put a collar on them. Make sure that they understand that, yes, you are going to reinforce these commands and have them in line. So that would be what I would suggest. But again, send me an email. Um, we're going to call it on that. That is it for today's Dog Talk Live. I do want to thank you all for stopping in. Thank you for the wonderful questions. I'll try to do another one of these either tomorrow or Friday. Uh, if I don't, we will be back next week. So Take care. I know you guys have a lot of choices in your content. I appreciate you coming in to talk to us. Check our website out, soggyacres.com, and we would love to talk to you about dogs. Have a great day, guys. God bless. Sporting dog adventures, run, boy, run. Everything you need is here under the sun.